we are again. Thank you for listening. I am uh, preparing to take a trip to go see some friends in San Angelo, Texas. Um, and that's what this podcast is going to be about today. Friendship. What does God think about having friends? Why you should have friends? What kind of friends you should have? I feel extremely fortunate because, well, let me just say, God wants you to have close friends. Uh, There you go. We'll dive into that in a second. Read a little bit of the Bible together in our 10 minutes together. But uh, I just wanted to say that in my time in Dallas, being in a school at Criswell College where I, where I went, I was extremely fortunate to make friends with some of the most loving and honest people that I've ever met in my life. And that was something I was a little worried about because where I'm from, I had... I was friendly with a lot of people, but I had a handful, three, four, five, very, very, very close friends who were honestly hard to leave. I had been close with um, three or four of them for my entire life. There are pictures of us in in cribs together. Uh, And so leaving them was like leaving family. And I was... I don't know if I ever said it out loud, but in my mind, I was wondering if I would, if I had room to, if it would be possible to make friends like, like those I had already made with the, with the closeness that I already had with them. And, uh, it was something I, you know, it added to the anxiety of moving across the country from Illinois to Texas. Well, like I said, I made some great friends, and I'm talking to people who may be listening who might know me. Rylan, Mark, Gabe, Luke, John, these are five guys that I've spent a lot of time with, became really close to, and I'm going to miss greatly when I move in about a week. And I'll, again, be moving across the country. I went from Illinois to Texas, going from the Midwest to the South. And now Ray and I are preparing to move from the South to the Pacific Northwest, which is probably the most beautiful place I've been yet in my life. But yet again, um, the as we get closer to the move, the reality that I'm going to have to make some new friends... Uh, is, you know, creeping back up on me. Well, not not severely, not super anxious about it, but a little bit, you know. It, it is a little bit starting over. Uh, starting over, um, making friends is never easy. And, of course, I'm not losing friends. But the reality is I'm not going to be near them. And although technology makes it really easy to stay in touch, you need somebody who can be physically near to you uh, to really benefit maximally from from a friendship. And and likewise, you need to be near someone to 
be of the most benefit to them in your friendship. But I am actually leaving tomorrow to go and surprise my friends because they, they all, some of them, a couple of them have moved to San Angelo and uh, San Angelo, Texas. It's about four hours away from Dallas. And since I leave in a week and I'll be gone for maybe, maybe for the rest of my life, I don't know. Um, I'm going to surprise them by swooping down and, and, uh, giving them a visit. And, uh, hopefully some of the guys who are still in Dallas can come with me, but I wanted to read a Bible verse, a couple verses about friendship that I want to speak on regarding my friends here, uh, that I've made while in Dallas. And this verse, the first one, I'm going to read a few of them. Uh, the first one is Proverbs thirteen twenty, and if you're reading the Bible, it's I'm reading from the NIV here. It's he who walks with the wise grows wise, but a compa- companion of fools suffers harm. There is no doubt that me being friends with Mark Rylan. Those were probably those I've been friends with the longest. And then John eventually, uh, John and I became friends. Who's talking right now? Oh, ads, yo. Sorry about that. What the heck? Oh, I'm about to lose it. Okay, I'm sorry. Keep to get back. And then uh, after John kind of befriended me and we started getting close then I I met Gabe and Luke and we just we got this tight crew together and there's no doubt in my mind that because of their holy crap all right there's no doubt in my mind that just being near to them just being friends with them has made me a more virtuous man a more forgiving person a more um, open-minded person, a more loving and gentle person. And there's another verse that's extremely popular, very common, and it is iron sharpens iron. That is true. Now, what you should kind of unpack about that is the way iron sharpens iron is through impact. Um, a sort of a, a strong impact against one another, kind of beating the edges off of one another. And uh, part of the closeness of our friendship is can be attributed to the fact that when one of us has done something wrong, they love me and I've loved them enough to tell them, when they're doing something wrong. And, uh, it, if I'm honest, it's the times that Rylan or Mark or Gabe or Luke or who, you know, whoever has, uh, any, any of those guys, uh, has come to me and, and called me out on something that obviously in the beginning sucked and I wanted to defend myself 
and argue my side and prove that I was right. And through their persistence of just saying no, not being willing to bend to my selfish desire to be right, eventually leads me to admit that I admit my sins essentially. And, uh, and it is because of the nature of our friendship that they want me to be the most virtuous person that I can be, that Ross can be. And they're so committed to that, that they're willing to upset me in order to correct me. Very few friends will do that. Very few. And I'm so thankful that they're willing to do that for me. They're willing to call me out in a way that makes me mad at them because they know that if they persist, helping me see where I'm wrong, I'll eventually know that they're they're just trying to help me and they will make me more virtuous. And for that, I'll forever be in their debt.